Hello, this is Jimmy back again with another podcast. I hope everyone's doing okay today. Um, Today looks like it would be Friday, April the 19th. Um, I haven't done one of these podcasts in over a month, I think. Um, I've had a pretty up and down month with my mental health. And I kind of want to discuss that with everyone and also, my family's had a little bit of trouble with their own mental health, and I wanted to discuss that a little bit as well. Um, so, again, I'm diagnosed with bipolar 2. Um, my girlfriend has uh, a 12-year-old son. He's just like a son to me. I love him to death, but... We don't know what's wrong with him. The doctors have diagnosed him with everything from bipolar to schizophrenia to everything in the world. And I look at him and I see what I used to do as a kid. And I see, like I can kind of remember things I used to say to people that I loved and did. Things that... uh, no one should have done to those people, you know, as far as cursing at them, yelling at them, screaming at them, fighting, things like that. Um, uh, I have to confess this. When I first got with my girlfriend, I, we, we pretty much almost broke up be, almost because of this. Um, he was actually accused of sexually assaulting his six-year-old sister, him at eight years old. Um... And I was the one she confided into because she was at work and I had to watch her kids for about an hour. And I say her kids at that time because they, you know, they they still are just her kids. I mean, I love them, but I can't adopt them. We're not married. We're not getting married. So they are her kids. I do love them, though. Um, I won't say anybody's names, but he was accused of going into... Okay, let me just start that particular part over. Um, As they got off the bus, he just took straight off and didn't... I mean, he didn't have to listen to me at the time, so I didn't say anything. I thought it was just the norm for him to go to his friend's house after school. You know, the little guy had failed school once. I think he was just in first grade still, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe... I think he might have been seven, not... uh, No. Yeah, he was seven, not eight. I'm sorry. And his sister was five. I apologize about the ages. Um, I was watching Harry Potter marathon. Um, was on the third Harry Potter. I think, if I'm not mistaken. And there's like a scene where Harry gets pulled into like a closet by... Um, can't remember the dude's name, Snape, if I'm not mistaken about taking some sort of potion away from him or something. <clears throat> and I started laughing, and then Emma started crying. Um, excuse me. Uh, she started crying and said that her brother had took her in the closet for sex. And I immediately 911 called the cops, told them exactly what happened. When she got back, I had already told her over the phone I was like, I'm done. I'll I'll see you later. And she asked me to just kind of just, you know, wait a little while and let me talk to her. And I sat in my car and I waited. And, well, 
she sent him to the hospital and then they sent him to the children's hospital in Cincinnati um, which is a worthless place by the way that, that I mean as far as mental health goes that that place is all cuddles and hugs it's not let me diagnose you let me see what's wrong with you I want to see the most worst side of you and what's the best side of you after the medication or therapy So, at that point, he had already been seeing a doctor in Kentucky because there was a psychiatrist right across the border that was, I guess, amazing with kids. Uh, he had told his mother that he was the meanest child he'd ever met in his life, which means a lot from a 50-some-odd-year-old psychiatrist that had been primarily working with kids for the last 20 to 30 years um so that was like that was like a roman candle went off right there as soon as she said that to me i believed what the little girl said was true and we were sitting there talking and she started crying and she couldn't believe it and now i realized she has nobody to help her through any of this she has no one to even help her figure out if it's happened if it didn't happen and of course I made the right decision as as grown men do sometimes um, and I took on a burden that I didn't have to um, I chose to stay with her and try to figure out what happened and we both came to the decision that it was too dangerous for him to be around his little sister until he figured it out. So he went to live with his brother for about two months and was total hell for him, apparently. His brother had a piece of crap wife that was abusive. Didn't know any of this until we got towards that particular part of town. As we moved up there about a month and a half later. Now, it turns out that this was a complete lie, and this is something that a little girl told her down the street from where the uh, where the where they lived at um and then they lived in a trailer home at the time the people down the street did and there was nine boys in that house and six girls 15 people inside of a two-bedroom trailer most of them under the age of 12 um i don't know what went on in that trailer i don't want to know what went on in that trailer i called social services on them, I called the cops on them, I did whatever I could as, as, a, as, as a parent, Mindy did, I'm sorry, she did what she could as well, those, uh, those names just to disregard, I've already said them but I won't say them again, um, she, she did what she could as well, she called social services, talked to police officers, talked to social services again, I think they eventually took all the kids out of the household, if I'm not mistaken, before we even moved. But um, it's a sad, sad thing that he just didn't get to stay in the hospital for a little bit to get diagnosed with me and whatever's wrong with him. Get the proper medication back then, or therapy. And then his mother... You know, pretty much trained on how to deal with, handle with what's wrong with him. Through therapy and things like that. Dealing with her own trauma. Um, 
it was it was a pretty big uh, big experience for her. She um, she ended up going to therapy herself, worked through a lot of her problems. Um, then she found out that the therapist just quit on her, so she had to start all over again, and it was a big mess. But she ended up working out of a lot of her problems. She ended up figuring out a lot of things about mental health. At least I thought she did. And, um, well, let's just say we've had event unfold after event, and it's been hell. Um, I'll start from when we first moved up into the, uh, Butler County area in Ohio. Um, well, there was, uh, it was about two weeks until we found a place to live, and it was over in uh, Trenton. And we all moved in together, her son and everything. We all lived with them for about two weeks, maybe three weeks, and then they moved in with us for about six months. Um, just to make things simpler so I could get the apartment. Um, her car immediately broke down, and... My car was a piece of crap as well. It didn't last very much longer. So we were without a car for a couple months. And we were kind of relying on her son's car. Which they didn't like. But they were living with us for rent free. Eventually their car got taken. And then we got us a car again. Just a few months later with taxes. Thank God. Um, that car was an amazing car. It still runs to this day. Um... But what happened in between them staying with us and moving out was just a mess. Um, I was sitting there one day after um, their mother was at work and I was still on disability at the time. And I was sitting there watching the kids and they were outside playing and I noticed that he was just staring into the distance like he was just, I don't, I don't know what. You know, like someone about to have a seizure. Um, someone just thinking of something. And then all of a sudden he just hit his sister. And um, his mother got home and I told her. And I wasn't quite used to disciplining a child because my daughter I just spoiled. And, um... Well... <coughs> this is the first time that I busted his ass. Um... I tried to do the okay the the main okay let, let, let me go, let me go back a little bit the main thing that made me listen to my father at least a little bit was the intimidation factor that my father was a huge man that could have picked me up and snapped me into a pretzel now in all honesty he never told me that but I knew that um, so what I say that I tried to scare him into listening. Yes, I did. It didn't work, so I took a belt to him and I busted his ass. Um, and just as my father did, I swatted his butt twice. And within those two squats, he was already screaming and crying, so I stopped. You know, I thought I'd hurt him, and it was all fake. He started laughing at me, so... I mean, I seriously swatted his butt one time after that, and he jumped about two foot. And it did put a little bitty tiny welt on his butt. 
but he deserved it. When he hit his sister, she not only fell backwards, she fell backwards and fell on a nail and it punctured the back, her back a little bit. She had a big bruise. Her back was all scraped up. She had to go get a tetanus shot. Um, so he stayed in his room the whole time. He came out and apologized. I told him, you know, I love you, but you can't be doing that to your sisters. And he said yes. And he smiled to his mother and he looked normal. And then all of a sudden, the next day, the same thing happened. Except for this time, he pushed one off of a bunk bed. Okay, I gotta do this again. I busted his ass, and it went on that way for two weeks until he finally learned. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust your ass. I'm gonna sit down and talk to you. I'm gonna tell you what's going on after you calm down. I'm gonna come back and talk to you again here in just a little while. Make sure you're okay. And eventually, he learned that the talking phase was better than getting whoops. So anytime that he did something bad. He immediately came and said, I did this. And if it was bad enough to be disciplined, he got a whooping. Very rarely was it bad enough to be disciplined. But there was a few times he got his butt busted. But he learned telling the truth was the best thing to do. Honesty, 100% the best thing to do. Well, that didn't last forever. He, um, he eventually got to see, uh, see his brother play with a, a video game one time. This is, this is the weirdest thing in the world. Something that makes no sense because I've sat down and I've talked to him about this two or three times, at least tried to, and it's not something that he generally likes and talks about more messes with and this is all to, to, the, um, to do with girls basically his brother accused him of sneaking to his door to look inside watching a video game accidentally saw him and his wife having sex and then just stood there and laughed and I'm sitting there thinking okay doesn't know what that is. He needs to be talked to. No, 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 not that. They want to sit there and call him names rather than figure out, well, did he even know what's going on? Does he even understand that that's inappropriate? He shouldn't have been standing at their door. He shouldn't have been staring. They didn't care. They just wanted to tease him. And, but honestly, I sat down and talked to his mother and figured out, if you hear some pounding, guys, it's the it's raining here like crazy. There's raindrops falling. Um, I figured out that uh, his brother's wife, his sister-in-law, um, was an asshole. She was a bitch. She just didn't act that way towards me because I kind of had the personality of fuck you if you don't like me. And, well, <clears throat> I caught her one night. She was calling the kids stupid. This wasn't the first time that she did that in front of me. It's just the first time that I had the authority to say, shut the fuck up. So that's what I did. I said, shut the fuck up. And she looked at me really mean. And then I looked at the kids and told them to get in their room and play, get it cleaned up. 
get ready for bed, take the showers, brush their teeth, and go to bed. And then I pulled her son and his wife in there and sit down and I talked to them and I screamed. I said, if anyone said anything vulgar, nasty, degrading, mean, whatever, hate speech, whatever you want to call it, towards those kids, I was going to fuck off and they were getting kicked out. And he got mad and tried to crack his phone. And honestly, I looked at him and told him if he cracked that phone anymore, I was going to crack his teeth wide open. He got pissed off even more, so I stood up. And he calmed down really, really quick. Now guys, I'm no giant by any means, but I'm 6'3", 200 and something pounds back then. I, I honestly was nothing but muscle. I was a freaking beast. I would have ran right through that man. Again, I am no Billy Badass. I do not expect it. But at that point, I was pissed. But, um... He, um... He calmed down eventually, and I sat there and I talked to him for like five hours. And figured out he was abused as a child himself. Not by his mother, but his, his stepmother and his father. And I let him know that no one was going to bother him anymore. He didn't have to play the role of father to Eric anymore. And that I would help take care of him. And he was alright. He was completely content. And then his wife just drove him nuts. They eventually moved out. Um, Mindy had some surgery done so she had to quit work for a while she went back to work um, working at uh, an IGA um, she made decent money as a, as a cashier I mean it's not like it, she was making great money or anything but she was making enough money with the money that I got from my disability to pay our bills and pay our car off sorry I take a bite guys um So, basically, when they moved out, he severed all ties with us because he supposedly said she said to. Now, this is a supposed. And I'll get more into them later, into a different podcast. I'll probably upload another video later later this evening. But um, as far as our family went, um, I had our family running just fine. And then... My ex-wife cut all ties with my daughter with me and I turned into an alcoholic because I missed my daughter and I used, I'm bipolar and everybody knows that we tend to quit our medication sometimes and turn into an alcoholic, a substance abuse of some kind. It's just inevitable. I mean, it, it's just to what extent and I really turned into a drunk and of course didn't take care of things like I was supposed to and he started getting mean again and I just let his mother handle it and finally she started doing what I did and it worked for a little while but I didn't quit drinking <laughs> until she sat down and she told me she was going blind and I quit drinking for a while and I took care of things, and she quit her job, and uh, she found us a place to move into that we were buying. We didn't know it was so bad over there, though. 
Um, but the quit drinking thing didn't last, guys. I, I, I was an alcoholic. I ended up drinking more beer than there's probably rain out there right now. Uh, a 12, 18, 24, whatever I could get my hands on, I would, I was just drunk, drunk and drunk and drunk and drunk until I couldn't have done anything else. Um, I, I'm st I know that it was wrong. Um, I had a doctor the entire time, was taking medication the entire time, but the only thing that helped was the alcohol. I look back on those days and realize every time I got drunk, the next night I wanted more alcohol to suppress the depression. Eventually, when I wasn't depressed, I got angry. My moods would fluctuate very, very violently. Not towards them, but towards my ex-wife. And I hated her so bad. And then I tried working again, and it just it didn't work back then. It only lasted about two to three months. I'm not super high over that right now as far as the job I'm at right now, but at least I'm stable at this job. I know I'm not going to quit it. Um, I, um, I did things I didn't, I'm not proud of, said things I'm not proud of. Um, she did a couple things she's not proud of, did a couple things said to me, and eventually she left me a few times. The last time she left me was right before we moved down here, and I kind of snapped out of everything. I snapped out of everything, not because she left me, but because I thought if I moved back down here, I would just get my daughter back magically. Now, I was working my 40 to 70 hours, whatever it was that week, every single week from the past couple of weeks, well, the past couple, well, almost six months now, and I was also driving for Lyft and Uber, and I was working 12-hour days while driving for eight hours still, I mean, the mania was, was real, I mean, it was there, it was crazy. Eventually I had a breakdown and luckily it was on my days off and I sat down and I told her that I wasn't feeling well and then little did I know she was again. Sorry that was an email guys. Um, two times since we've been down here she's tried to leave me and I don't think it'll last much longer. Um, honestly, if she could work, she would already have left. I don't think she would have got with me if she could have worked a normal job. Uh, looking back now, I know she never kept a job over two months. When I first met her. Now, if you're mean to her, like really mean to her, and physically harm her, like her exes did, 
not me, her exes, okay? She'll do everything in the world for you. She gave the guy before me thousands of dollars somehow, but somehow ended up in debt as far as her rent, electric, water, and her dish that she had set up was all behind. Or she just... She just wanted to please people too much. She's a little bit older now and she's grouchier. And all that time that I could have spent having fun with her is gone. She is just... She's just too mean. She's gotten to the age she just don't care anymore. And... That's not good for a person like me. I... Sometimes want to have fun and... Not talking about sexual fun. I mean, just going to a movie or going out to eat. I mean, we could have went out and ate breakfast this morning, and she chose to go out and do something stupid. I had to do it, and nothing. Well, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know how this story's going to end, honestly. I'll come back and do another one probably next week to see what happens. But I'm winning this here. And, uh, say that I hope everybody's doing okay, taking their meds, getting some sleep. And have a good day. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.